Hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you guys are having an absolutely wonderful day today, and we're staying busy as always down here at Health Masters. And give everybody a heads up, we are doing the best we can. We're actually starting to switch over some of our package shipments to different options, including with UPS now, to get them to you faster. I've told you guys before, we had some issues with Priority Mail. Priority Mail just has decided they don't want to deliver stuff on time at all anymore. So majority of stuff we're sending is now updated with UPS. And we also have the ability for the expedited shipping option on the website at healthmasters.com. So be sure to check that out if you want to get stuff extremely fast. We have that option. And also, too, be sure to check out the product of the week on sale right now, the B-Complex, very, very effective product, methylated B vitamin supplement, one of the best ones on the market. I encourage you, compare it to anything on the market, and you'll be shocked on how strong it is with the high quality of B vitamins in it. And also, too, to give everybody an update, if anybody has seen, over the last couple of weeks, there's been a very, very um, limited amount of the glutathione precursor in acetylcysteine. Now, Ted, <clears throat> Ted talked about that product in detail on Friday. Excuse me. And I want to give everybody a heads up. There is a lot of supply shortages on this product right now because of the huge demand for it and what it does for the immune system and what it does to the body. So just give everybody a heads up. We have another fresh batch incoming right now. I have one of our guys actually up in Orlando at the factory getting it today. So we're going to be able to make sure everybody has an adequate supply of that nutrient because it is so crucial for the immune system and overall health. And other than that, how are you doing this morning, Deb? Austin, I'm doing absolutely wonderful. I really am. I'm up here in uh, North Carolina right now, and I'm fighting my Internet access. And <laughs> it's been a crazy wild ride up here for the last couple of days. But we wanted to get away from Florida for a little bit and just got a little bit tired of the crowds and the traffic on Interstate 4. But, you know, I want to talk to you guys again. I mentioned this briefly yesterday, and I want to kind of talk about it again real quick. You know, we've got some major problems going on right now with supply line distributions as far as oil. And that's going to cause a lot of issues as far as upcoming inflation in the United States. And also, if they don't reopen that pipeline, if they don't keep it open, if they don't maintain some type of consistency in the oil flow and the gas flow, we're going to have major problems as far as shortages of gas stations and fuel pumps. Just keep your cars topped off. That's really important. Keep your vehicles topped off. Put some extra cans there in safe containers and keep it at your house so you'll have some more fuel. I've been through this already back in 1973, 74, 75 with the Arab oil embargo and what happened back then. Uh, Austin didn't have the privilege <laughs> of experiencing that. And like I mentioned, the eight and 10 hour wait in lines for fuel and just keep the vehicles topped off. That's really, really important. It keeps some extra fuel at the house because here's the problem they have with all of this stuff. When you have electronic switches and electronic pumps and electronic valves and all the other things they have along this entire thousand mile length of pipeline, Anybody can come in and hack that anytime they want electronically because it's all online. Now, the other thing they can do, and they don't bother to tell you this, is they can go in and automatically and basically manually override all of the valves and turn everything back on. 
Now, that takes a lot of manpower for a 1,000 miles of pipe, but they've got the ability to do that. So when they lie to you and tell you it's turned off, they can't get it flowing, that's a lie. They can do it manually. They can do it directly. Now, But the problem arises, though, is then they can't turn it off and can't modulate the flow because then you have to do it back and forth, back and forth, unless you have a couple of major substations that you can shut down. But if you're getting, if you're getting a bunch of different pumps pumping a bunch of different fuel over a period of 1,000 miles, it's difficult to maintain unless you do it electronically. But remember – We've done all of this for a long, long time here in the United States without electronic controls. It, you know, the oil industry has been around for over 100 years, and we were able to do it long ago before that. But a lot of the technology has basically been go- has gone now online, and so they have to go in and manually override it. But it's very important that you guys stay basically full of fuel. You know, and I know that's something that's going to sound kind of weird. And people say, yeah, to me, you're going to be hoarding the fuel. That's just going to cause all these people to go to the fuel station. Well, no, just go fill your tanks up and get some extra gallons and keep them stored at the house. That's all I got to say about that particular topic this morning because I don't trust these guys. You know, I, I had a, one of our listeners, we were contact, they were contacting me the other day, and they're out of Texas, and her husband works in the, in the fuel industry. And they said this whole thing's just a big scam. And they're told they can't talk about it, otherwise they'll lose their jobs. Oh, yeah, they're in, in that industry, and they're involved in it. I'm not going to mention any names. But the craziest thing about this is is the same Kabbalist groups of BlackRock and Vanguard that control the world is controlling this. <laughs> That's why I always tell you guys, it's always the same people. It's just – it's always – you know, you think, well, it can't always be those guys. No, it always is those guys because they exercise complete and total control over the entire planet. And, and, and this is the, the craziest part about all of that. So if we don't have the ability to resist, it's going to get worse. Let me give you an example. An article was just written by Christine Layla, and I went ahead and posted it on the, on the Health Masters website. It says, and also on our, on our other one that we're using, the, the Telegraph, Worms for Dinner, Economic Economic World Forum promotes mealworms as a new protein source in Europe's bid to reduce meat consumption. Okay, so they want you to eat worms now. I, I, you know, I, the World Economic Forum it wants to use mealworms in food globally. The globals are pushing for the peasants to eat bugs, weeds, and synthetic meat because bugs consume fewer resources than traditional livestock. Livestock around the world is responsible for about 14.5% of the greenhouse gas emissions related to human activity. I'd have to see the real numbers on that, by the way, to believe it. The need for land, whether for grazing animals or growing crops to feed animals, is the single greatest driver of deforestation. Uh, I disagree with that, too, with major consequences for biodiversity loss, the paper says. It goes on to say the European Union will be using mealworms eaten whole or in powdered form in food. You know, they, if these people want to eat worms – they can knock themselves out. They can just do what they think they need to do. But I just don't think I'm going to be involved in any of that. Now, let's go back to the COVID mess that we've got going around the world. And this is an interesting article. And it says, what do honest scientists say about COVID-19? To make sure you're listening to the right scientists. Is there a risk of infection during shopping? This is without a mask. The professor Henrik Stieck of the University of Bonn in Germany is leading is a leading virologist of Germany, and he led a study in the most affected area in Heinsberg, Germany. And the results of the study, the results of the study are: there is no risk of getting the disease if you go shopping. Serious outbreaks of the infection were always the result of people being very close over long periods of time. So what he's saying is, if you're in a hospital 
or in a nursing home or you're at home and someone gets sick, that you have a much higher risk because you're being close to someone over a long period of time. Now, this is important. And so you have to basically ventilate your homes and basically leave the doors, windows, ceiling fans, ACs on, put fans in the doors if you have someone sick in the house. That's really, really important that you do this. Otherwise, you're going to transmit it back and forth to each other, and this stuff can stay with you or with your family for several weeks or several months as it keeps recycling and changing as it mutates. We really need to understand that's so important. Next question. Should we practice social distancing? The idea that we should keep a distance of at least six feet, that's according to experts, based on a completely unsubstantiated document from 1930, One of the UK's leading scientists, Professor Robert Dingwall, advised Prime Minister Morris Johnson. He says, I will think it would be much more difficult to enforce some of the measures, which really have no evidence of fact. Six-foot rule is conjured up out of nowhere. Again, I'm going to tell you where the six-foot rule is conjured up out of. It's from the Kabbalists. It all deals with numbers and symbols. Six feet, six feet, six feet. Everywhere you look, six, six, six. It's what they do as far as how they see things to a Kabbalist. They don't see currency as money being printed that's in your account or in your wallet. They don't see that because it's this Babylonian money magic. They see the currency as a flow of energy. They see basically everything as a flow of energy. They see everything as numbers and symbols. That's why you need to read the book if you can still find it online the most dangerous book in the world, 9-11 as a mass sacrificial ritual. I did an entire show on that book, and it talks about the energy fields that are created and what they did from a frequency standpoint to create 9-11. So remember this with the Kabbalists. Everything is – the see, the, remember, these guys are wizards. They're warlocks. They're witches. They're weirdos. They, they basically sacrifice human beings to control energy fields. They control the energy field around the entire planet, and this is how they see – this holographic universe that we live in is a giant energy field. And quite frankly, from a pure physics standpoint, that is correct. You have ebbs and flows of energy fields and frequencies throughout the entire planet, and they've learned to control those. Now, I haven't mentioned this on the show for a bit. I'm going to mention it again. Remember when Moses was before Pharaoh in the Old Testament in the book of Exodus, and God basically told Moses to throw down his staff, you know, and it would become a snake, and he did. It became a snake. But remember what the pharaohs did, what their magicians did. It says this in the Bible. They also threw down their staff, and it became a snake. And then Moses' staff ate their snake, which kind of flipped them out, but it didn't change their mind. They were basically, at that point, controlling the energy fields around the wooden staff, turning it into something else. The Russians did research on this years and years ago, where they take a specific energy frequency – and they took a, it was either a toad or a salamander or a frog, and they changed it to the other one by just changing the energy being broadcast into the developing embryo. This is some weird stuff. It goes way beyond CRISPR gene editing, which tells you that they've got a lot of information now on how to change people through energy fields and basically change, how should I say this, biological organisms through energy fields. So they've got that technology, and that's the Kabbalists have been using that for, for decades and decades and decades of time. They're witches and warlocks and wizards. That's why I've told you guys that repeatedly. They practice out of the Zohar, which has all these weird spells and all these weird things they do. Now, the other thing is, what are the chances of contamination? A 22-year-old Chinese woman was admitted to the hospital with heart problems. After three days, she recovered. 
Then she tested positive for COVID-19. This alarmed the hospital staff because the past few days she'd been into contact with hundreds of different people. But however, she had been isolated. She was under a tent and there was no single person who received or developed COVID after they were around her because they were limited as far as their scope of breathing her air. Is there any risk of outdoor contamination? Quote, there's absolutely no evidence that this virus is present in the air, and even if it was, our measures would not have worked. The overwhelming majority of COVID transmission occurs through close and prolonged personal contact. Wow. Infection is only after prolonged close contact, like living in a house with someone who's sick with COVID. You've got to make sure you ventilate the house. How protective are face masks? These and other studies show that the viruses or other submicron particles are not filtered by face masks. This is by Dr. John Hardy. They don't work. And we have to understand that masks and respirators don't work. This is by Dr. Rancourt. There are, there are extensive randomized controlled trials and meta-analysis interviews of RCT studies, all of which show that masks and respirators do not work to prevent respiratory influenza-like diseases or respiratory illnesses. Very, very important that we understand that masks don't work. If you have breathing problems like coughing or running nose or fever, you don't have to wear a mask, according to Dr. April Baller, public health specialist. Now, I will say this. If you're having breathing problems like coughing, running nose, or fever, you don't need to be in public. You need to stay by yourself, isolated, and away from your family members also. Because if this vaccine is shedding, and if it's being airborne transmitted, it's really, really important that you're not around people that are shedding the vaccine because if it's airborne, you'll breathe it into your lungs. Then it goes on to say face masks increase the risks of infection. Now, we know this is true. The study of the first RCT of mouth masks and the results warn against the use of face masks. Moisture retention, reusing the face masks, and for filtration can lead to an increased risks of infection. Face mask manufacturers warn there is no protection against the virus on the claim. On the contrary, they block oxygen flow, which weakens the body and therefore lowers the immune system, elevates CO2 levels, which decreases the airflow through your lungs, which results in higher risks of COVID infection. I mean, it says right on the warning labels on many masks, this mask is not a respirator and is intended for general purpose practices when properly worn or reduce potential of contact by the wearer to fluids, but does not eliminate the risk of contracting any virus, disease, or infection. Change mask immediately if contaminated with body fluids or if you, if you remove the mask and reapply it. Wow. Is COVID-19 extremely deadly? The answer is no. It is not extremely deadly. There's a kind of mass hysteria at work here that just insists that this must be the end of the world, and it must be that the sky falls on our heads. It's based on speculation and science fiction and an outright attack on studies with data. But rejecting real data in favor of speculation is mind-boggling. This is Dr. Joan Lolindis, Stanford University. But remember, the Stanford University and Oxford also agree on this, and the COVID fatality is somewhere between 0.1% and 0.41%. So the overall death rate of the virus is very, very, very low. But the problem is, is that this – it will kill you deader than a rattlesnake. It really affects respiration. It really affects oxygen transfer. And if you have a comorbidity, a comorbidity, like you're obese or you have diabetes or you have cancer and your immune system is already impaired, it will massively increase the risks of death. Top scientists also say lockdowns are useless. 
the world-renowned epipeliologist Dr. Kurt Vinitsky studied the lockdowns revealed how they did nothing to prevent the spread of COVID-19. This internationally respected scientist shared his findings on different videos. There is no evidence that it basically is going to be reduced by lockdowns. And, guys, it's so important that when I cover stuff like this, you guys realize that I'm giving you the top research scientists in the world and what they have learned. And then we find they find out like hydroxychloroquine, you know, and all these other types of products like ivermectin are being banned and being told that they cannot be used for people that have a problem with COVID. In fact, zinc, look what they've done with zinc. Amazon came in and made us take zinc off their, well, they didn't make us do anything. They took it off our doggone website. And now they're, we're having to shut the entire website down on Amazon, just on Amazon, because we refuse to give them confidential proprietary information on our products that we have available to us, but we refuse to share that information with them because we don't want to have stuff knocked off and reproduced by their substandard companies. We see this all of the time. So all of this stuff is being planned right now. In fact, there's 600 medical doctors from Spain just saying the pandemic is planned, along with German medical doctors. It's all these people all over the world are saying that it's a false pandemic created for political purposes using a real virus, and this is a world dictatorship with a sanitary excuse, and that they urge doctors, the media, and political authorities to stop this criminal operation by spreading the truth. And so we have to go ahead and do things like we do on the show today to try to let you guys know that it's a joke. And taking an experimental vaccine, <laughs> that's not even discussed in this article so far, is a nuts I mean, you take a vaccine that changes your RNA, changes your cell messaging, makes you start to manufacture spike proteins. It's like committing suicide on the installment plan. And wait until you get exposed to another variant of this thing and your body won't produce any antibodies against it because you were injected. Now, the good news from what we're seeing is that the vast majority of the people that are shedding this RNA stuff, however they're doing it via respiration or whatever, that is only lasting for two or three weeks after they've been injected. And they're getting, after that, they're no longer spreading it. However, if you're in a house that has not been properly ventilated, or if you're in a workplace that has not been properly ventilated, this stuff has a tendency to cycle around and around and around and around again. I've seen it repeatedly. Guys, so be very, very, very careful. Pay attention to what we tell you. There are all kinds of natural things to increase your immune system. 100 milligrams of zinc. Take your vitamin D3, K2 until you get your levels up to about 70, 80, or 90. Unbelievably good. Make sure that you're taking vitamin C every day, four to 6,000 milligrams of potassium iodide. And also the, the other part, the N-acetylcysteine, very important. We've got more of that coming in today. If you start having any symptoms, make sure you're taking two of those a day. You can increase it up to two twice a day, but don't take more than that. Very, very important that all of these things are used and maintained in your cupboard so you have them available. Yesterday, I had to take my Chevrolet pickup truck into the Chevy Center here in North Carolina, and I was speaking to a salesman, and he was telling me how COVID had run through the entire dealership, and some people had gotten deathly, deathly ill, and he had it for like you know three days. And I looked at him, and I said, you must be taking supplements. And he looked at me and laughed, picked up his bag, and he started pulling vitamin D3 out of his bag, started pulling vitamin C out of his bag, started pulling zinc out of his bag. And I looked at him, I started laughing, and I said, this is why you have the, this thing for three to four days. He goes, yeah, I just got sick for a couple of days, didn't really know I had it, and I felt great. No big deal. Guys, that's how important it is to keep your immune system strong. That's why there's an all-out assault on trying to get supplements off the market again because these guys don't want you staying healthy, these guys being the – Folks who 
run and control Vanguard and BlackRock, the Kabbalists and the bloodline families that have been practicing the ancient arts of sorcery and weirdo stuff for thousands and thousands of years who've controlled the world. This is why our battle is not against flesh and blood again, but against all of these entities and these other dimensions that are controlling the actions of these individuals that are running the planet. So I want to cover some of that with you this morning and just let you have a kind of a breakdown for a lot of people that you want to send the show to so they'll understand what the real truth is concerning COVID. Austin, what do you think, bud, and what's your next story? That was excellent. And, I mean, sometimes we have to really get that information out there. And to all our listeners that listen to us on a regular basis, the reason why we have to reiterate stuff a lot is because we have so many new listeners coming on board. And so we kind of got to catch people up occasionally, you know, (laughs) kind of a, a crash course, so to speak, and help people realize what's really happening. And as I've continued to tell everybody, the state level and the county level and the city level is so important. Point being, Wyoming now, as of yesterday, just joined the other states that have been coming together with this now and have now banned COVID passports in Wyoming. They join Alabama, Minnesota, South Carolina, Arkansas, Arizona, Florida, Idaho, Montana, Texas, and South Dakota, all of which have either passed legislation or issued orders to prevent mandatory shots or COVID passport schemes. Now, of course, New York and California, they've pretty much gone to the deep end. I mean, we already know we already knew what was going to happen in those states. I mean, we talked about that last year. You could see, by the way, it was held the, the entire play, the entire way it was handled last year was very clear that they were getting ready for this. I told you guys just last week, they're now doing Yankee Stadium with the Mets and other baseball games that are coming in. They're now having unvaccinated and vaccinated seating arrangements. They're literally bringing segregation back to New York. They're just calling it unvaxxed. You hear what I'm saying, guys? They're literally treating individuals who have not subjected themselves to a gene-editing therapy injection that's experimental and has not been approved by the FDA. They're treating them like second-class citizens, like they are not worthy to sit with other people they got to sit in the nosebleed seats at 33% capacity, which is exactly what they said. Ironically, the number, 33%. And they're going to be paying a premium on the seats as well. So they're going to have a little subsection in the corner by themselves that they're going to have to socially distance and only sell X amount of tickets. And that's all they're going to have seating for unvaccinated people. Like there's some unclean, unwashed masses. They can't be around other people. Are you kidding me right now? This is really what's starting to happen in the United States. But again, we've got a lot of states that I just listed that are really starting to wake up. Ironically, almost all of those states are very conservative states. It's funny when you see these hardcore leftist Democrats that are pretty much almost all of them are communists at their base. They ruin the state. They completely and totally crap it out. And then – The people that voted for them get so sick of living in a failed state, they move to another state and try to vote the same way they did before. This is why down here in Florida now, DeSantis, from what I've been told, they're setting up new voting guidelines as far as for individuals that are permanent 
residents here or just basically half-year individuals. So pretty much in order to vote now in the state of Florida, you're going to have to be a full-time resident with a Florida driver's license living in Florida full-time 12 months out of the year from what I've been told because DeSantis doesn't want exactly what we've seen in numerous states like Colorado where everybody migrated to Cal- from California to Colorado and ruined ruined that beautiful state, including Denver. Colorado was amazing. And it used to be conservative way back in the day. Now it's just basically California 2.0. And speaking of failed states like California, this is something that I did not even realize could legally be done. And ironically, doesn't surprise me with this clown. This this guy is such a lowlife, this Gavin Newsom, Governor nuisance, as they call him out in California. This guy stoops to a new low every time I read something about him. He now announced Monday, listen to this, listen to this. Gavin Newsom, as he's facing recall right now, in the middle of a full-blown recall, he has now announced that the state of California has a $38 billion discretionary surplus this year. And he's going to use it to expand the state stimulus program by sending stimulus checks to two-thirds of California residents. I kid you not. $38 billion discretionary surplus. Now, let me clarify something here with this clown. California is a failed state. It It is the definition of a failed state. Without federal grants and subsidies, California would be completely defunct. They have the highest state income tax of any state in the country. They have the highest living expense of any state in the country. They have the highest cost of just about everything, fuel, food, vehicles, everything, because there's taxes on taxes on taxes in California. That's why their fuel is so high out there. They cannot manage their budget. They are basically bankrupt every single year. And the federal government has to come in and give them basically federal aid in order to actually maintain some civility in that state. They are the definition of a failed state. But somehow, somehow, out of thin air, which – I'll get to that in a second. They now have a $38 billion discretionary surplus out of nowhere. When Governor Nuisance is about to get recalled, he now wants to start cutting checks to everybody in California. Now, where do they get the money from? It's COVID grant money. It's federal stimulus money that was given to the states to help support the COVID relief, including the hospitals, including basically maintenance, including upkeep, including just keeping the state head above water. That's what this money was for. So now Governor Nuisance is going to give stimulus checks to two-thirds of California to make sure he doesn't get recalled. That's what this whole thing is. It's just bribery with a happy face on it. And I was talking to my brother last night. He's up in – Florida State Law School, and we were joking about this. And he goes, instead of cutting people checks, why don't they just drop the state income tax for a year? 
to, you know, 13.5% top tier income tax bracket, drop all of it. And I said, well, I can't do that. He goes, no, I can't do that. <laughs> the, the right answer doesn't have to be complicated, is what he said. And he's absolutely right, because here's why. The same thing I said last year. When all this stuff was going on, and even Trump passing these STEMI bills, oh, we're going to hand a trillion dollars here, trillion dollars here, $500 billion here. I said, why don't they just say if you made less than a million or made less than, say, half you know, half a million, $500,000, anybody made less than $500,000 last year, zero income tax, zero. We don't. Why do, why do we need to push more money in the system? You don't add any money to the system. You don't have any inflationary response. You simply have people get to keep their hard-earned money that they deserve and actually they're legally entitled to until the IRS comes in and steals it from them through the barrel of a gun. Oh, well, you can't, you can't do that. You can't, you, you can't do that. Why can't you do that? Well, because, because you, you wouldn't have any, any revenue coming in from IRS. Oh, so it's better just to add debt and add more money to the system and increase inflation. Well, well, no, I, I, I had talked to somebody about it, and they, they couldn't understand the concept. And I said, no, here's why they didn't do that. They never can relinquish that power of stealing people's money through the basically the barrel of a gun and IRS extracting their pound of flesh out of every American. Because at any point in time, if the American populace realizes the lie, of IRS and the Federal Reserve System, and we don't pay income tax for one year, the entire populace would wake up like a sleeping giant, and they would go, oh, this is a sham. This is a complete and total lie. Our income tax doesn't service any debt. It doesn't service anything. If the Fed needs more money, they just add a couple zeros and a couple commas. They just print more money. Our income tax is nothing but stealing wealth from the American populace and redistributing it in hard-earned assets. That's all it is. And so this is what people have to realize. Now you have Governor Nuisance going out and saying he has a surplus of cash he's going to give everybody now. Complete and total piece of crap he is. I really hope California stands their ground and they recall this this basically bag of methane because this guy has done nothing but ruin California, ruin the economy, ruin small businesses, ruin families, ruin lives. This guy is an epic failure, and he needs to be recalled. So I encourage everybody, if you do live in California, keep pushing for a recall of this clown. Don't let him bribe the populace into getting his way out of this. Also, too, in other news, giving everybody a heads up. Dad talked about it in detail a second ago. North Carolina has now basically declared a state of emergency as far as vehicle uh, fuel shortages. There's lines of gas stations all over North Carolina now. Apparently, northern and eastern North Carolina basically having issues. This pipeline thing, I told everybody yesterday, fill up your vehicle. No, you're not being selfish. No, you're not being a hoarder. Your vehicle needs to stay on full all the time. Anybody that tells you otherwise is not into being self-sufficient and they think you need to rely on the state because remember if you run out of fuel who's going to come bring you fuel who's going to come help you who's going to come take you to the store to get food nobody always remember that 
You rely on yourself, your family, your close friends. Never allow somebody to tell you you shouldn't fill up or you shouldn't be prepared for the greater good because generally the greater good always benefits them and never benefits you. Always remember that. Also, to another news, speaking of inflation, they're now saying that America's biggest cash crop, corn, has rarely ever been to this height before. Corn prices have risen roughly 50% already in 2021, and bushel costs are more than twice what they did a year ago. Corn has been one of the sharpest risers in the broad rally in raw materials that is prompting companies to boost prices for goods, fueling concerns among investors that inflation could hobble the post-pandemic economic recovery. No, duh. It's what happens when you pump trillions of dollars in the market. It's so funny to me when I see some of these articles and you see some of these Federal Reserve clouds and they, they do the shrugging motion like, oh, why is this inflation happening? We didn't expect this. They knew exactly what it was doing. It's also interesting, too, now they're saying that the cost of lumber has now gone up. And I've talked about this repeatedly now. They're saying that the cost of lumber has gone up now as far as futures, $1,600 now. This is absolutely nuts. They're saying that back in early 2020, January 2020, lumber futures were right around $260. They are currently right now at $1,670 for lumber futures. This is nuts. This is stratospheric inflationary numbers right now. I've never seen anything like this like Dad said. He saw this back in the 70s. I've never witnessed this before. It's happening. With lumber, with corn, with fuel, everything is starting to skyrocket. That's why I've encouraged everybody, make sure you have backup food. I cannot reiterate that anymore. The organic food buckets, the meat buckets we have, we've been steady keeping those in stock. If you don't want to buy those from us, at least buy some organic beans and rice from the store. But please, I mean this sincerely, get food prepped. Food is going to go through the roof in the next three to four months due to what we're seeing with fuel right now. Remember, almost all almost all food, especially when it's transported by reefer trucks, it costs money. It costs diesel to transport fuel. Fuel prices go up, food goes up. They're directly related. As soon as the fuel prices start going up, food's going to start hitting numbers. And I promise you, it is not going to go back down. It is just waiting to kick off with inflationary rates. Food is just basically behind the curve a little bit, but you're already seeing a lot of the prices jump up at the store. Now, what we're seeing with corn, which granted, let me clarify, I don't like corn. I don't eat corn. Majority of corn on the market is GMO. I don't recommend it whatsoever. However, corn is used in an unbelievably large amount of food. Love it, hate it, doesn't matter. It's a fact, all the way from corn flour to corn meal to corn starch to corn gluten to corn oil to corn syrup to dextrin, maltodextrin, dextrose, fructose, ethanol, free fatty acids, maize, sorbitol. The list goes on. Corn's involved in it. So if you see corn going up on this level, that means food prices are only a few months away from skyrocketing. So again, I encourage everybody, get prepped. Get some food together. This is going to be an interesting run this year. We are now going to start seeing the side effects of what occurred last year with the easy, free money that's been handed out all over the country over the last year. What do you think, Dan? 
Well, well, you covered a lot of stuff, Austin. Uh, Number one is Newsom's bribing the population of California to basically keep him in office. That's what this is all about. And and he's not a he's 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 not a business guy. He doesn't understand, you know, bottom line dollars and fiscal policy. He doesn't understand a balance sheet. He doesn't understand anything. If California has a giant surplus for $38 billion because the federal government has given that to them, he needs to apply it towards the California deficit and liquidate some of their debt if he doesn't have anything else to do with the money, but he's just bribing the population. As far as shortages in North Carolina, I'm in North Carolina right now. As of yesterday, I went to the gas pumps. I filled my truck up. I was still paying $2.85 a gallon for diesel fuel. It did not go up. I did not see any shortages whatsoever. There were no long lines. There were multiple empty pumps, and no pump said out of fuel. And I'm in North Carolina. Now, what's happening in the Northeast or what's happening in Asheville, I don't know. I don't know what's going on because I'm in the southwest portion of North Carolina right now. I'm in more of a rural area up in the mountains away from all of the major cities. So that's what we have here in North Carolina right now. I am your boots on the ground as far as here. But remember, you know, Austin's right about corn prices. A lot of the corn that's being developed is being used and processed for methanol, which is being used – I'm sorry, ethanol, which is being used to put in fuel. And the ethanol subsidies that are being given to the farmers basically will have to go up if the cost per unit of the corn goes up as far as in production because the ethanol – the methanol – ethanol that's being used in the fuel has been mandated by the federal government. They need to get rid of the, the, the ethanol subsidies, period. We don't need that. You know, underneath Donald Trump, I will give him credit, the United States became fuel independent and did not need fuel coming in from other sources. So that's really, really important we understand that. Uh, all right, also, breaking news also is the FDA authorities have uh, basically given Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine and given the go-ahead the go ahead for emergency use in children ages 12 to 15. I mean, this is blowing my mind. The FDA knows that the COVID doesn't affect young children, but they're giving Pfizer the go-ahead now emergency use authorization in children aged 12 to 15. Soon it'll be children aged 5 to 12, then it'll be from newborns to age 5. They're making sure that everybody's getting this chip, whatever's in this vaccine, and this RNA nonsense that's in the vaccine, regardless of their age at this point. They're trying to make sure the entire population gets injected with this sludge. Also, I want to discuss one thing here, and this is going to, this is probably going to make some of you guys upset with me, but oh well, life goes on. Uh, you know, we've had, we're having several Israelis have been killed, and the rocket attack is basically as Netanyahu threatens escalation. Now, I don't know how much of this is hyperbole and how much of this is really happening, but they're saying that 400 rockets have struck southern Israel since yesterday, and that the Israeli Defense Force strikes more than 130 targets throughout the strip. Now, remember, the Palestinians that are doing this, the Muslims that are in basically Palestine, these Muslims who have been locked up behind barbed wire and denied fuel and water and everything else, they understand what these Kabbalists are and who they are. They saw them coming to Israel in the 40s and basically maim and slaughter tens of thousands, some people say millions of people, to basically form the country of Israel. You know, this is through the Balfour Declaration. They understand what the Rothschild banking cartel is. They understand that they're Kabbalists and wizards. They understand all that. That's why they're so maligned all the time in the press. Now, but we have to understand also, you know, Angela Merkel opened up Europe to the Muslim hordes that were coming in from different parts of Africa. Now, you know, so are these people also awake or are they just looking for a place where they cannot have to eat out of a garbage dump? 
yes and yes and maybe no, no, I don't know. The, but the reality is this. You know, the Muslims, they believe, if you talk to a true Muslim that's not trying to be a jihadist and strap bombs to himself because he's got a 57 IQ and wants to go get 50 or 60 virgins and on the other side of paradise, which is what they tell him is going to happen. But if you talk to one who really is not weird like that and you ask them, what do you think about Jesus Christ? And they will tell you that other than Muhammad, he's the second highest prophet that they have in their Quran. And Mary is extremely honored by the Muslims, the mother of Jesus. Always remember that. And so when we have all of these Muslims that are being brought in to cause chaos and cause turmoil, is to create, how should I say, an image of the Muslims being absolutely horrible people and that these Muslims, all they want to do is war and kill people. That's not true if you leave them alone. Now, if you go into Syria or you go into a, you know, Iraq or wherever you want to go and you start bombing and killing everybody in a village and machine gunning the children and the women, they get pretty ticked off about all of that stuff. And then they want to go ahead and kill the infidels, which would be us, no matter who we are, if we're not Muslims, and basically have a blood vengeance on them. We've provoked most of this stuff with this war against the Muslims in this world. I'm just going to tell you straight up. We did this. The United States and NATO did it by going in and bombing all of these countries in the Middle East and then basically allowing the people who we've killed all their families to move into Europe to create more mayhem. We have done that in this world. The United States has. Now, I know you and I haven't, but the people in the world don't see it that way. They, they see us as far as the Muslims that have been killed by the quote-unquote American bombs as the great Satan. That's how they look at us, just what they call us. Because they really feel as though that we're being controlled by the Kabbalists who did the Balfour Declaration, who took over Palestine, who want the Greater Israel Project, who want to have us basically take over the world for Israel and be Israel's lapdog. That's how they see the United States. Now, whether you believe that or not, it's just the way it is. And you have to look at the research on both sides of the narrative here. You think, well, that's crazy. I've never heard any of that. Well, of course you haven't. Of course you haven't, because the Zionist-controlled press, which is a political group in Israel that wants Israeli domination of the entire world through the Israeli Supreme Court, through Noahide laws, they're not going to tell you this. This is the same group that hired Samuel Untermeyer, who was also a Zionist in that political realm, back over 100 years ago to blackmail Woodrow Wilson to put the Federal Reserve Bank into the United States and to promote Darby as far as the leader to the Schofield Bible – to basically get it into all of the institutions promoting Zionism around the world. This is why they tell you, you can't say anything about Israel. Okay, well, why not? Well, you can't. You're going to be cursed. No, you're not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this Kabbalist group through the Costa Nostra, through the is Jewish mafia and the Italian mafia, and primarily the Jewish mafia, control all of the pornography in the world, pretty much 99% of it. It's just who they are. You think, well, that's awful. Well, that's what's really debilitated the hearts and the minds of a lot of people in the United States since basically you have to decide to bring out Playboy magazine about 70 years ago because he was basically being pushed through by the Frankfurt School to destroy the morals and the values of the United States. It's always the same group of Kabbalists that are doing this. Now you're saying, well, is it all the Jews? No, it's not all the Jews. Most Jews want to be left alone. Most Jews don't want to have anything to do with anything that's going on from a Kabbalist standpoint. They don't even read the Zohar. They're not involved in any of that stuff. It's this highest group. You remember, Madonna is a Kabbalist, you know, the singer, the weirdo, the one who looks like she's an emaciated skeleton walking around by drinking too much whatever she drinks and these rituals she's involved with. Okay, Katy Perry is a Kabbalist. All of these top Hollywood people are Kabbalists. 
They run around covering their eye for the all-seeing eye. Almost every one of them, you can see and pull up pictures of them doing that. Or they're not put up into this levels. All these guys are not Jewish, all right? But they're all Kabbalists or how would you call it? Satanists, Luciferians, worshipers of the snake, Einsoft, he's got, which has his own Wikipedia page if you want to look him up. All of these things are basically the group of people that are running the planet. And it's all because of the dark arts and the dark magic that they're involved in. Always remember that. So you've got to look at what's really going on in Israel. So the Palestinians, they've had enough of being basically shot for sport. They've had enough of basically having their water turned off. They've had enough of having their you know, power turned off. They've had enough of all of this aggression in all these Middle Eastern countries by and, and being attacked with thousands and thousands of sorties of our jets that the military has given and sold to Israel that are attacking all of these countries around Israel on a continual basis. So, yes, they shot rockets back into Israel. Should they have done that? No. Should Israel have done it what it did? No. Should we be involved in any of this garbage? No. No. The answer is no. Should we have 60 dual Israeli citizens in Congress approximately at any given point in time? No. No, the answer is no, 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 no. We need to be, how should I say, not isolationists in the world, but we need to stop being involved in everybody else's problem. We, just, we don't need that. The United States has given so much money away that we basically bankrupted ourselves because of this. I mean, we're giving hundreds of billions, trillions of dollars away to other countries over the years, either in wars or in direct cash contributions. Why? Because we're being used by the Federal Reserve Bank, which is Costa Nostra controlled, all right? to give away all of this money that has been put on the debt of the people of the United States. Because remember, the money they give away, they don't print for free. They don't do that, or they don't change the balance sheets, debit sheets, or whatever for free. It's sold on the bond market, sold on the treasury market, and we, the people of the United States, absorb that debt. So all of this stuff is insane. Like Austin said, they don't have to do that. Israel has its own central bank that's Rothschild controlled. It can print all the money at once. And basically do whatever it wants to do, but they don't want to do it that way. They want to indebt the United States with all of this stuff and indebt all the other countries they have around the world because it's part of the control. Because they control you through debt and through fear. If you scare somebody enough, long enough, they will do anything you say. If you tell them, I'm going to shock you, I'm going to beat you, I'm going to kill you, I'm going to kill your family, and you terrify them long enough, they will basically cow down and do what you want. They will sit there basically as a slave. We've seen this for hundreds of years in the slave trade market, and Austin talked about it yesterday when the Muslims learned and the slave traders learned that you could mask people and take away their identity and gag them, and eventually they would stop. Sooner or later, you get tired of suffocating, not having air, and your tongue about to rot out and everything else because you've got a gag in your mouth, and you, you say, okay, fine, I'll stop. If that's what this is. I'll stop, and that's what they count on. That's why they constantly give you lies in the media. They constantly try to scare you with COVID. They constantly try to take away the things that prevent any type of infection as far as supplements or lifestyle choices because they don't want you to have the options of walking in health. They don't want you to be free. They don't want you to have the love of Jesus Christ living in your heart. They want you addicted to porn, hung up on junk food, smoking cigarettes, drinking alcohol, watching TV all day if you're not watching porn, and this is all they care about. It's all they care about, to take and debilitate the mind, to destroy you so you become a better and more docile slave. Always remember that, and it's always the same group, and it's been the same group for thousands and thousands of years, long before Israel was even a nation. All the way back to Genesis chapter 6, the same group. The, they weren't called Kabbalists then, but they were the, the worshipers of Baal and Moloch and Asherah. 
It talks about it in the Old Testament over and over and over and over again. This same thread goes all the way back to the beginning, all the way to Adam and Eve with Cain killing Abel. All of this group is still being controlled by the same off-world group of entities. Our battle is not against flesh and blood. It's against these other entities and these other realms that are controlling the hearts and the minds of human beings. And now they're doing the best to chip us all to control the inventory of slaves better so they can track you constantly so the pesky slaves can't run away and not be found. And people are willingly taking injections of nanobites and nanoparticles and nanotechnology in order to do this. Last Friday, you got to listen to the show again that I did on Lieber from Harvard and his dad, who were directly involved, in my opinion, in working with, how should I say, retro-engineering Roswell spaceship alien crashes. You say, well, this is all a bunch of weird stuff, Ted. I know it's weird. I know it's weird. But you got to wrap your head around it. Read the book, The Day After Roswell. Read the book by Helluride, The Money Mafia. Tie those two books together, and you'll start getting the picture. We're just understanding now that these guys are basically flying around in ships, and I asked Chuck Missler one time, well, why do they need spaceships? And he said to me, why do you think you can tell them how they're supposed to travel? That's what he told me, right? I was having lunch with him in Lakelands before he died a few years ago. So, guys, think through this. It's all about the Bible. The Bible's telling you the truth from the very, very beginning. It continues to tell the truth. It warns you about the chips. It warns you about 666. It warns you about the mark of the beast. Why? Because God is omnipresent. He saw what they were going to do in the timeline. He's the alpha. He's the mega. He's the beginning. He's the end. He sees it all at the same time. He's in basically the eternal now, I guess you'd call it, and some people use that term, that basically he sees everything at once. So he knew what they were going to do. So he told you about it 2,000 years ago when he wrote the New Testament. He warned you they were going to be doing this. So, guys, think through what you do. Think through what you say. Think through who you associate with. Think through about what you're watching online or think through about the different news that you take in that you allow to permeate your very spirit. Because, guys, it's so important to stay tuned up. I prayed for you today. Had a good prayer with Sharon, and I want you to know, guys, that you know I love you, and I appreciate you, and I appreciate your support. Because if it wasn't for you guys, we wouldn't be here, because this show takes money to produce. It really does, and we have to make sure that we have the money coming in. So that's why we want to thank you for supporting us at Health Masters. If you didn't do that, we couldn't be here. So a lot of you go, well, I'm getting my vitamins somewhere else. I don't care. Well, okay, well, I'll still pray for you. If you want to have that attitude, I'll still pray for you. I, I don't mind. I'm still going to pray for you. I'm still going to pray that God blesses you and protects you. Because I love you guys, and we appreciate your support if you're going to support us, and we thank you for that. Okay, that's enough of my pontification this morning. Awesome. What's your next story, bud? <laughs> well said. And, you know, you said something that was so succinct, and you're very accurate about it. Once you get somebody in a state enough of fear and so much fear, they will literally do anything you tell them to do. And that has not been any more clear than what we have seen now in this giant social experiment called COVID-19 last year. The fact that people are still walking around with masks, the fact that people are still acting like they have to stay away from each other, like everybody's got the plague, this antisocial behavior, the fact that people are still allowing their businesses to be shut down while Costco, Sam's, Walmart, not shut down one day did not miss a single day of sales not one time why because they weren't supposed to they that, that was not in the cards they were supposed to continue to make money because their shareholders and their owners and their ceos wanted to make sure that those companies stayed very profitable and they did also to another news this is interesting now there's been an announcement from australia 
is they've now had their first death from blood clotting directly linked to the AstraZeneca injection. Now, I don't know, honestly, how stupid you have to be when you see regulators stop administering the AstraZeneca shot in Europe. Multiple countries have stopped giving it, period. Full halt, permanent halt. Regulators come in and say, listen, this is directly linking to blood clots. There's a high probability if you're under the age of 50 and you're a female, you're going to have blood clots if you get this injection. There's a high probability if you get those blood clots, you're going to die. But it's an experimental shot, so we're giving everybody their own choice to take it and consent whether or not they want to take it. Well, sadly enough, a 48-year-old woman from Central Coast region of the state of New South Wales received her AstraZeneca COVID shot on April 9th. She was rushed to the hospital the next morning after developing severe blood clots. She was placed on dialysis and intensive care. She never recovered. She died April 14th, five days later after getting the shot. Another sad story. My friends, how how long are we going to watch people stick their tongue in a light socket and go, oh, you got shocked when you stick your tongue in a light socket? Well, I want to do it. That, that looks like fun. I want to stick my tongue in a light socket. You do it. You get shocked. You go, that was absolutely horrible. I can't believe I did that. person behind you goes, oh, you got shocked. I want to stick my tongue in a light socket too. That looks like fun. How many people do you have to watch stick their tongue in a light socket before you go, hmm, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't stick my tongue in that light socket. Maybe it's not a good idea. I don't know. I mean, how many people is it going to take? Who knows? Apparently, we're starting to see now in the United States a very big pushback. I told you guys before, I think they said roughly like 140 million people, 150 million people have been injected, sadly. But we're starting to see now nobody else is wanting to get the shot. We've kind of hit that wall. About half the population doesn't want to get this shot for good reason. Another story out of Utah, healthy, 17-year-old, track, field runner, super healthy, high school kid, 17 years old, gets the Pfizer injection. Imagine that. Goes in the ICU with blood clots basically is now having aneurysms and all kinds of health problems in the hospital on ICU. Sad. 17-year-old healthy high school student. Had his whole career, had his whole life in front of him. They don't even know if he's going to recover now because he got a shot. It's experimental. It's gene therapy. My friends, get the news out there. Get this truth out there. Vaccine hesitancy is complete and total crap. It's called, I'm not getting it. There's no hesitation to it. It's, I'm not getting it. Wake up. If you really, truly decide you like to stick your tongue in a light socket, you have that right. But you also have that right to say no. Or better yet, what's in this vaccine? What's in this injection? Hmm? What, l- let me let me see the insert. I want to see the insert. I want to see all the ingredients in it. I want to see all the side effects in it. Let me, let me see the insert. Rarely will they show you the insert. They always have an excuse most of the time why they don't want you to see the insert or why they don't have it available. Wake up, my friends. Get the truth out there. Thank you so much again for supporting Health Masters. 
getting the truth out there and waking as many people up. We're making a difference. Everybody, our listeners, our health masters family, everybody's making a difference. And the reason why I know that is because I'm talking to more and more people that are going, yeah. And I'm people that I, you know, I've never met for. Oh, dude, I'm not getting a shot. You kidding me? I'm not getting injected with that spooge. Well, I don't even know what's in that thing. And I go, yeah, you're spot on. Like that's the other day. Ran into, you know, guys basically towing a truck, guys making deliveries, guys. I mean, people are waking up. People are saying, okay, no, this is, this is not it. This is not okay. We're not going to be subjected to this because we have the right to say no still. Thank you again, my friends. Get the truth out there. If you need anything, healthmasters.com. We're here to help you guys out the best we possibly can. Winning 1-800-726-1834. Healthmasters.com. We try to produce the highest quality nutraceutical supplements to keep everybody healthy. Continue to exercise. Continue to get fresh air. Continue to keep your immune system strong and keep up the fight, my friends. I appreciate you. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. I'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.